Welcome to the whole GD show, the show where we bring up a word or phrase to spark a conversation about the related media. This is your host, Jeff Blanchard, and here with me is my co-host with the mo-host, Delanor. Hello, Dylan. Hello, Jeff. How's it going? Good. How you doing this week? Uh, all right. We just got through Thanksgiving. It's it, pretty exciting, pretty low-key also. Yeah, yeah, we've recorded, and then here we are again. Yep. And we're going to do it all over again soon. Yep, hopefully we can do this more consistently. Uh, I've just been, you know, having work, and I just don't have a consistent schedule at work. Yeah, That's no, I goes. think we've been... We have a schedule now, and I thank you. We have listeners, definitely, because I can look at all that stuff. And, yeah, we appreciate anyone listening. Yeah, definitely. And while we find our footing, there's music now. We're, we're taking it one step at a time, but we're getting there. Yep. And today we have a topic we went to, to well, slightly different than what I guess we have been doing. We went to a character based uh word we went specifically with hero yes. not necessarily the protagonist of a, a book but someone who is has heroic actions in a book and maybe sometimes uh, it, i don't know with the hero i i don't know i feel like being an anti-hero is kind of something that's kind of you know more popular in you know modern culture now too oh Venom definitely yeah even like as i was going trying to think of things i liked a lot of anti-heroes probably I, yeah. if you listen back to a lot of episodes you'll find that out yeah definitely but, shadow the hedgehog shadow the hedgehog yep uh, venom talked about that you know all that sure. stuff um yeah. yeah venom deadpool is you know another thing that's kind of an anti-hero yeah so i had yeah. a little <laughs> I had a hard time with this one actually because i kept coming up with different anti-heroes yeah anti-heroes people with not great agendas stuff like that so but i think i got a some good picks here and i might got some questions that might raise some debates well do you have a movie let's just start in on it then yes i do uh this movie was probably the hardest for me because uh that's where most of the anti-heroes come from i guess and i'm like i'm a big fan of the mcu but i didn't want to pick something so like obvious yeah (laughs) Yeah, mainstream obvious right now yeah Um, i went the same way so but i I kind of ended up doing it anyway. Fair enough. <laughs> you know, like, it's it's in the zeitgeist, man. It's you know, it's it is what is happening now. It's you know, they've got ninety years planned out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel movies. Uh, but they I just canceled uh, Daredevil. I know. Oh man, and I almost the Daredevil almost came up in one of my lists, but uh, it was too obvious again. But uh, this one is obvious too. But this like when I was. Like, in my formative, like, preteen, teen years, I was really getting into, like, heroes and destiny and all that. And, yeah, um, sure. I really, like, the one of the first superhero movies that came out, one of the, like, high-quality ones, was Spider-Man. Sure, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, original. Yep. And that's what I went with. I was obsessed with Spider-Man. Sure. Um, I liked the 90s cartoon a lot. Sure, uh, yeah. It was... I really got into that because it was really comic booky. They had like even the Spider Verse in it, where they had multiple Spider Men and stuff like that. And I just really got into the, uh, Sam Raimi's Spider Man trilogy. It was I loved it. I dressed up like Spider Man. I thought he was the coolest guy ever. 
He's also like a teen for, it's kind of got this weird kind of Simpsons thing going on where he's a teen for like 90 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He goes a teen for a long time. Yeah, well, he goes to college in the first movie. Yeah, but I I think in like the books and I guess it's just like, it's a weird thing to think about. I mean, he's just, when when did that originally come out? Like the 60s or whatever? And it's just like, he's a teen for 20 years, which is fine, I guess. That's yes, they that did works. like um these crazy Spider-Man sagas where he he was a clone for a while. Oh and yeah, that's why he was a team. He was a robot, or it was that's why they they have all the parallel universe Spider-Man too. Sure, like the Ben Riley Spider-Man, yeah, the and, Man Spider, and all yeah, that weird nonsense. Peter Porker Spider-Ham, sure, and, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 2099, Ultimate Spider-Man, Spider-Man all... Noir. That's yeah, thing. so that was that was also the really cool thing about Spider-Man was that there was all these cool different versions of Scarlet Spider, and um... they also went off like to do the anti-hero stuff or villain yeah, stuff yeah. with Venom, Venom and Carnage, and then they've got Spider Gwen. Yeah, they got the Miles Morales stuff. Yep, I didn't even get. What the Miles Morales thing was until a couple of years ago. Really? Like, There's another Spider-Man. Yeah, they've got the Ultimate Universe, which I think is what the movies are based on, for the most part. Yeah, for the MCU. But I really like Tobey Maguire. Um, looking back, that movie is pretty terrible. I don't know if you've gone back to rewatch the it. first one. Yeah, yeah. It's just very. It's been a while. It, of the time, early 2000s, you watch sure. it just like clean, like color palette just straight on the sam raimi's directing is he's pretty bad there's a super cut online of like sam raimi, raimi loves women screaming and it's just women staring at the camera screaming there's all these cuts of it it happens yeah. so many times in spider-man um is he is joey mcguire your favorite they had andrew garfield uh, which i don't think a lot of people cared for i and, hated the amazing spider-man series yeah a lot of people didn't care for yeah. it and only had two right and, and they were gonna, tom holland they had all these uh crazy ideas for that series too like um they're gonna do a sinister six movies yeah branching off and they like the amazing spider-man 2 was uh bomb yeah, it was terrible. The one with Jamie Foxx as Electro. He does like a song about him becoming Electro, like yeah. a dubstepy song. Uh, that and that movie is pretty much just like, hey, this movie. What's one of those movies? Like this is the sequel generator movie where we're gonna show you this hallway that has the Sinister Six, like all their tech, and like we're gonna have eighty villains in this, and it's just this movie to set up all these other movies that never ended up happening. Yeah. Sony was going to do like this uh, Aunt May's a secret agent movie they had the Sinister Six yeah. and it's still happening I mean they got Venom 2 coming out now which is not the same that's not universe. that surprising um, you know it's, it, I think that movie did pretty well despite a lot oh, yeah, of people not liking it yeah it got, a lot um, of people did like I think it, it's yes. grossing more than Wonder Woman right now oh that's is, yeah that's cool and uh but yeah, it's doing well. I think, and then Sony has like another untitled Spider-Man movie coming out. I think. Yeah. It's Did you like the Tom Holt? What is it, Homecoming? Yeah, uh, I think he's really good. Um, he does a really good Spider-Man and Peter Parker. They like made him a kid. He's sure. like the high he's school 16, kid. Right? Yeah, he's sixteen. Oh, the actor's like twenty-one or something. Oh, I thought he was younger. Than he that. looks like yeah, but he looks like a little kid. Yeah. And but I think he does a really good job. I a lot of I wouldn't love Homecoming, but I mean rewatching it, it's good. I don't have any problems with it. I guess yeah, straightforward kind of action yeah. movie kind of thing. But I really Super liked. Real. I thought Spider Man was he was just this kid and he 
got handed all these powers and his uncle his like origin story was so cool in that first movie because i played the video game too so i already knew what was going to happen in the movie when i played sure. the game but and the things. comics have been out forever so it's right like we yeah. know yeah i did a lot of research and got a lot of spoilers back then but um i really just like connected with him for some reason because he was a high school kid and i was a high school kid sure. at the same time i was like oh what if i just secretly like i want that power yeah, i think ever, all of us kind of want that even like even now i'm like wouldn't it be great if i could just have like something that oh, made yeah. me different like uh, among every other person like you know i think we all kind of dream of that kind of thing yeah and that's just what he had and he i thought he like did the heroic right things and because he saved uh, he saved all those children on the cable car and Mary Jane at the same time in that movie. Yeah. And, and the whole city of New York helped him. And it's kind of like, you know that originally that's supposed to be the, what is it, the death of uh, Gwen Stacy. Right, when he yeah. saves her. Yeah. But they changed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Which they is... killed Gwen Stacy in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Did and they? Okay. I couldn't give less than an F because I didn't connect with any of those characters yeah, at all. They did Was that very... Emma Stone? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I love Emma Stone, but uh, that movie like characterized the, all the characters very poorly. The Amazing. Yeah, like, you know. Peter Parker was way too cool, always had his skateboard, and he... Like that he's movie, a nerd, yeah. He's motivated for through like revenge through the whole amazing series. He's like, instead of being a hero, he's like, You killed my uncle, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, it's like, it's not what his whole thing is, it's about responsibility and taking, yeah, that's you know. why, like, he's a hero. In um, like, I played the Spider Man 64 game, now we're getting into video games, but sure, like, he around the same time and. That did a really, it was really like comic accurate and did a good job of like explaining Spider-Man's morals. Sure. Like, I can't go after my wife. I have to save the kids. And I, 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 do I just really like Spider-Man. Like in the first one that he has a cage match with Macho Man. Yeah. And it's commentated by uh, Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Rest which in I think peace. is like, it's a really Macho cool thing. Man. Yeah. For, um, so it's this Sam Raimi trilogy, but they were going to do a fourth one. Yeah. Sure that. Yeah. It was like. Pretty close to production. There's a lot of pre-production, but um, that third one is a yeah. Good <laughs> the third one killed it, and I loved it the first uh, time I saw the third one. I'm sure I did too. I was like, "Oh, like, Venom's in it." Well, he's terrible, <laughs> and like, uh, for Grace. Yeah, yeah. James Franco, the the emo dancing. Uh, oh yeah, the dancing, the jazz, the jazz scene, the uh, dancing down the street. Yeah, pa Peter rough. Parker like straight up assaults Mary Jane in a restaurant yeah, in front he of people. Back in that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's not heroic. That's, yeah, it's the suit guys. It was the suit. But yeah, um, yeah. they're going to do a fourth one with the the vulture, which ended up being in Homecoming. But oh, okay, he's going to be like know that character. <laughs> Yeah, it's an old guy who can fly okay. in a bird suit. Sure, but, um, sure John Malkovich was going to be him in the fourth one, but they didn't have it. And is that, is that where they got the Birdman idea from, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Um, because then Michael Keaton plays the Vulture in the in Homecoming. Oh, that's interesting. And he's Birdman, so... But in, like instead of having like this crazy... like In the comics, he's just like in this green feather suit hmm. but uh in the movie he's got like tech from aliens and stuff sure yeah why wouldn't he <laughs> yeah well i mean there's so many alien fights going on yeah 
but uh, I hear the second Spider-Man is actually really good. With, uh, that's a lot of people's favorites. Yeah, and I've only seen it once. Same. I didn't like it at the time, but I I thought it was fine at the time. Being I I yeah, it was fine at the time. I yeah. still the first one made more of an impact on me. I think. Yeah, same. Um, but I definitely rewatched the second one. I um, do like. It's kind of has Alfred Molina's kind of heroic sacrifice towards the end. Yeah. Dot Ock. Exactly, yeah. He pulls in the, the generator thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's supposed to be a good one. Yeah, because that's the one where the Spider-Man also, like, is on the subway. And his he, like, passes out or something and saves yeah. everyone. And then they take off his mask and they're like, oh, jeez, he's it's just, just a, a kid. kid. Yeah. Yeah. But I do really remember cool. liking that with the subway and him. Yeah, and they're all carrying yeah. him. Like, he's crowd surfing. Yeah. Um... But in the fourth one, when I was uh, getting to Bruce, so Bruce Campbell makes a cameo. Cameo? Cameo. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Campbell cameo. It's a cameo when it's Bruce well, Campbell. It's Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yep. So there's a, Bruce, there's a Bruce cameo in uh, all three of the Sam Raimi, Raimi Spider-Man, because he's uh, from Evil Dead, Sam Raimi sure. movie, and um, trilogy, whatever, series now. Yeah. Uh, but done. <laughs> he was going to be in the fourth one too. Sure. And in the fourth one, it was going to start out with like just a quick scene of Spider-Man defeating Mysterio. Yeah. And then they were going to take the like helmet off and then it was going to be Bruce Campbell. Oh, so he, like cool. through all three, he's kind of stalking Spider-Man, like using his Mysterio powers. Yeah. Okay. So he was, he had an arc. It was pretty cool. That is cool. I do like, like that. Spider-Man, he's my hero movie, my movie hero of choice. What about you, Jeff? Uh, I didn't pick a specific movie, but I did pick a kind of ongoing character throughout many movies. I picked a little guy named James Bond. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, we all know James. Oh, yeah. Sure, you, we do. 22 movies? 24, uh, 20, 24, 25, I yeah. think. Uh, we're on, what is it? We've... Let's see, we had uh, Sean Connery, uh, Daniel Craig, uh, Pierce Brosnan, uh, (laughs) Timothy Dalton. Yep, yep. There's one more. Roger Moore. Yeah. uh, And the guy who was in... um, One uh, of them. Yeah, he was in one of them. He was in Your Majesty's Secret Service. What the heck's his name? I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, I don't know. I I do enjoy those movies. I don't. I haven't seen all of them. I'm pretty. No, me I'm pretty certain. Yeah. Um, I, but I think he's a great character. He's kind of has they've. I feel like with that series, they've tried to kind of add a kind of canon, uh, you know, numerical order to each of them, but it doesn't necessarily work. Like oh, yeah. I, um, the Daniel Craig stuff is supposed to be like his origin story. Right, yeah, because they go back. Casino Royale is supposed to be like the first one. Yes, right? correct. Yeah. And uh, I think Casino Royale is actually a really good movie. I think a lot of people hated it at the time because it's you know it's this new kind right, of yeah. blonde, young, yeah, kind young of guy. rough bond, short guy, short yeah. guy. But I don't know. He, I do really enjoy his movies. Also, I think the one I most resonated from because of mainly the game was uh, oh. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, me and too. It, and yeah. it, you know, it came out. With uh, for Goldeneye, if people don't know, I think everyone oh, that yeah. plays yeah. video games talking about yeah video. It games. was such an influential game for everyone because I think it was one of the first times we had like a four player right. kind of like 
first-person shooter in this kind of arena setting. Yeah, was um, it a launch title for the N64? It was pretty close to it. it. Yeah, I think it was pretty close. And I remember just playing hours upon hours mm-hmm. of that game, uh, just by Rare, I was the company. Um, yeah, and they, they've they tried to remake it many times, but they can't get licensing rights. Yeah, like, there have been or... a lot of licensing, licensing issues with uh, that game. Sorry, i got to look up this. It's really going to bug me if I don't know this guy's name. Yeah, I've never seen, I've actually never seen a Daniel Craig James Bond. But I was definitely, like you said, Pierce Brosnan was is the one I kind of think of most because that was like GoldenEye. And at the time, like we're preteens and secret agents are super cool. Like, oh, they got all these cool spy gear and stuff. And that was, Pierce Brosnan was the 007, the spy. It was him or... Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible. Like, yeah, Ethan Hunt I probably could have put in there too as like kind of the, you know, a or Ethan Hunt or uh, I think it's Tom Cruise in a lot of the newer Mission Impossibles that it's kind of like, it's now kind of an iconic character even though it's oh, fairly, yeah. that one is fairly modern. It's what, it's the 90s that the first one came out? Yeah, well then they had, they had the series too. Like yeah. There's the 80s TV series and I think there's a 60s TV series too. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, Ethan Hunt's kind of like the cool, like, off-the-cuff, more kind of, that's kind of where Daniel Craig went, I feel like, kind of towards the direction where, because Ethan Hunt, he's always going rogue, and he's not, he's not listening to his superiors. And, yeah. And more. George Lazenby is the other guy, I would have, oh, really? wouldn't have remembered that. Nope. He's in one movie. Yeah, he's yeah, in one movie. there is only one. And a lot of people think that is one of the, uh, I listened to a podcast called, um, James Bonding, right. which I really enjoy, which is uh, Matt Myra and Matt Gorley talking about you know this the entire series of James Bond. They also do uh, spy related, like they've just started doing um, uh, Austin Powers, oh, nice. which it's kind of funny, but in Goldmember is kind of ripped off by the newest James Bond. Really? Um, there's a uh, in gold member. People know that they unveil uh, that Doctor Evil is Austin Powers' brother. Right? Yeah, it's an origin story, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and in Spectre, the new it's a spoiler for Spectre. Yeah, I don't. They care. yeah yeah maybe our fans do, but yeah, if any, yeah, if anyone know. coming up Spectre spoiler that there's a longtime villain in the James Bond series, uh, Blofeld, mm-hmm. uh, who they unveil is uh, James Bond's brother right yeah yeah there's a lot of um that's kind of the complaint i've heard about the newer james bond ones is that everyone does like (laughs) yeah it's all this destiny stuff and like i've been i haven't seen any but i've heard like i've been crafting like you to become the ultimate spy like something like that yeah yeah it's just this weird destiny it turns out that he their brother is the whole time yeah and it's just like really then we do all already i already did this with gold member (laughs) right yeah it's making fun of james bond i guess there's gonna be probably just one more daniel craig yeah one or two contracted to do at least one more i think they're going to try and do like the um your Majesty's Secret Service, for people that don't know, it ends with him getting married to a woman. And then the woman is almost immediately killed. Is So that's the one with the guy who only did one. Correct. Uh, was, George Lazenby, yeah. I've, 
Is that one out of continuity? Or? Uh, no, it's supposed okay. to. That is actually a canon part of the film. I thought there was one. There's one. That's what? called uh, Never Say Never Again, I believe it's called. Which I I think that's the name of it. Uh, which I think that is Sean Connery, but that is not canon. Okay. Yeah, Sean Connery. It is a non-canon James Bond film when they had, I think, licensing issues right. with the films. And I think it was supposed to be, like, a, like they there's one film that they kind of basically do twice. And it's, uh, I think it's Thunderball. And I think this is basically a different version of Thunderball. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is a long, drawn-out underwater movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I have seen that one. Yeah. Because I got into it a lot and then my mom taped them off tv and <clears throat> a few ones yeah they have uh every once in a while they've got like um you know just run through his volume right yeah not necessarily in order but just like uh or you know chronological order but just like here's all the sean connery here's all the roger moore here's all the whatever and they you know how many do you think you've seen I I actually haven't seen that many. I've probably only seen about five. Yeah, and about. I, I don't too. think I've seen the one with George Lazenby. I know I haven't seen. That yeah, one. and I've only seen. I think I've seen part of Spectre, and I've seen. I think I saw Casino Royale. They also have the original Casino Royale, which I think has Woody Allen in it. Really? It's like a nineteen sixties yeah. version with Woody Allen yeah. from Black and White. Yeah, I knew it was like a remake. Yeah, or Peter Sellers, I think, might be in it. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Moonraker, because that one's about the moon. Yeah, that one, and that one has Jaws in it, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah. I think that's I a Roger that Moore. And then I saw the Underwater one. Sure. I think I saw Tomorrow Never Dies. That's the, uh, that the, the Pierce Brosnan one. Yeah, it was a Pierce Brosnan one. There was one where they were like in a, a tube, and it was pretty bad. Yeah. They're like on a sled in a tube, kind of like that Mario Super Mario Brothers scene where they're sledding in a frozen pipe on a mattress. Huh. But it's Pierce Brosnan in a tube on like a luge. Might be Die Another Day. That might be it. Yeah. But... With uh, the Madonna opening that everyone hated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that was like prime my time getting in James Bond. That was like it, the. It was kind of getting crappy with Invisible Cars. 20 year anniversary, and, yeah. I think. Yeah. And there was a Garbage did a song for one, too. It's pretty good. Yeah. Garbage one of my favorite bands. Sure. Uh, I could probably move on to another one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do you oh, have? Do we... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask about the Ian Fleming books. Have you ever read the James Bond uh, book? No. No, me no. I just no. saw an episode of, you ever heard of the show Timeless? No. It's a, bad, it's a pretty bad show. I thought I was going to be into it because it's about time travel. I was like, ooh, sci-fi. It's more about history. Boring. But uh, they go, there's an episode where they go back in time into World War, whichever one Ian Fleming was in. Oh. They meet Ian Fleming. And then he ends up writing a book about these, like, three time travelers that helped him on a mission. And oh. it ends up being a movie. And they're like, oh, we were that movie. Oh. It's pretty stupid. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you, yeah, let's uh, move on to which TV? one? TV? TV, okay. Um, okay. How, how do you do with this one? I, I, we always start on the two I struggle with the most. Fair <laughs> enough. Get them out of the way. All right. Uh, well, yeah. Well, we want to finish strong. So, um, yeah, I struggled with this one because I watch a lot of shows. Like, sure. I watched The Flash is one of my favorite shows. Sure. Um, I, 
uh, Heroes. I was like, hey, Heroes is about heroes. That show sucks. Um, yeah. So I didn't go and with they that one. tried to remake it, and that got yeah, like, yeah. destroyed almost immediately. Yeah, oh yeah. I didn't even, I wasn't invested at all. Yeah. I watched, the first season's all right, and then it just falls apart after that. Fair enough. Um, but I went with, I've teased this one before. I kept coming back to Buffy the Vampire sure. Slayer. Yeah, you're a big Buffy fan. Yeah, I was a huge Buffy fan. Like, I couldn't... I didn't... At first, I wasn't going to use it. I was, Buffy is, like, probably my favorite show. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I've sure. run through it, like, at least three different occasions. The whole, um, the whole series? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And um, I wasn't going to do it because I was like, I don't identify with Buffy at all. Like, I don't really have the same beliefs or agenda as her. You're not trying... a heroic teenage girl. Right, yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i not in love with a like, thousand-year-old, or Angel's only 226 or something, yeah. year old vampire who's tortured from the sins of his past. Um, but I... And then I kind of was trying to think of a character that I could identify with it and, like, there's Willow, but I'm not a gay witch. And, yeah. and then there's Seth. Uh, what's Seth the... Green was my favorite character. Um, he was Oz. He was a werewolf. And I was like, well, I can identify with him. I'm very stoic and quiet like him. But I uh, I guess I could identify with him. But then, so I, I was running through all the characters and I was realizing, well, that's like kind of the definition of a hero. And in my senior year of English, one of the first things we did was a unit on heroes, what defines a hero. And sure. One of the first things is they're flawed. That a hero okay. always has a flaw. And I was kept, like, as I was going through all the characters in Buffy, I was like, well, I don't like them because of this or this. Andrew was a dick to his wife this time. And they all had flaws. And I was like, well, that makes, okay, well, they're, that's why it should, I should pick Buffy because they each... Like, they're all heroes in their own right. I mean, I, I think with most kind of heroic, when they have a cast of them, it isn't just one person that you right. necessarily... It's kind of like them as a whole that has kind of been broken down into, like, different kind of specific things. So they... Parts of them probably make up all of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I think so. Yep, and that's... Yeah, that's kind of what I went with. I was trying to, like go with Xander because he has his moments where he like saves the whole world sometimes and he's just he doesn't even have any powers he's just the dude who's there but he's the loyal and they yeah Xander's loyal Oz his like this duality of being a werewolf or this just so stoic guy uh uh Willow's this super powerful witch but she has this anxiety about acceptance all the time from being a nerd to being gay and then there's Tara, who's pretty much in the same boat, um, but her fam- she's like tortured by her family past, kind of. But I, yeah, that I don't identify directly with Buffy, but I loved that show. My favorite show, Spike's probably my favorite character, but he's I was gonna go with Spike. He's the anti-hero. Yes, though. he is. Yeah. So what about Angel himself? I, or from the Angel series, you could probably also pull right. A yeah, character. I would. I, I forgot the characters honestly, the book um, guy. <laughs> yeah, there's Lorne, who's the Lorne. singing demon. Sure, I like Lorne. Uh, Gun, who was like the black guy. Yeah, the black guy. <laughs> he was like a vampire hunter that That's helped his character. Him. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah kind I, of. Uh, um, the nerd, uh, Joe, Jin, Jim. 
I don't know, the oh. mousy kind of girl that I can't remember. Yeah, uh, that Amy Acker, a... that she's in every, like, Joss Whedon project. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Fred? Where... Fred, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, like, trapped in another dimension at first, and then they <laughs> saved her, and she was kind of crazy. And then there was Wesley, oh, yeah, the, the ex-watcher from Buffy. And, and they had Vincent Garthys there later mm. on. That's oh, yeah, his son, <laughs> yes. Which is happening in the Flash right now. Also, oh. the Flash's like daughter came from the future, so they already have like a teenage like kid. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, this is Angel all over again. I think yeah. they actually say like one of the characters says, "Oh, we're being angels." Yeah, <laughs> um, Angel started it, and there was probably something before it where Angel had a kid, and then one season, it's all grown up. Yeah, uh, there. Uh, where was they going with that? Someone who you identify in that universe, possibly. Oh, yeah, with, uh, I guess, maybe Angel. Like, yeah. I don't know. He's I kind know. of an anti-hero. Right, a yeah. Because he's got, you know, a tortured past, and then he kind of be- yeah. he becomes a hero, but he's still kind of, like, in a hole. Yeah. You know, he's kind of got a spike thing going on. Yeah, he, he was always this dark, brooding, like, I didn't like him. I might have been jealous of him when yeah. I watched this show. But... He is very kind of cool. And, yeah. You know, he's he's a handsome cool hair. He's got yeah. that cool jacket all the time. Yeah. Spike had the trench coat, which is way cooler. Yeah. But he had that bleach blonde hair, and that's why I'm bald now. So thanks a lot. Um, Yeah, well, maybe. (laughs) You had a lot of different... That's what I would say, friend. Yeah. You did that a lot. Yes, I did. I bleached my hair to look like Spike and cosplay as Spike all the time. I thought it was... You were always doing a Jester Bennington thing. I did that. That's how I convinced my parents to let me do it at first, was for this, like, project we did at school, where you had to impersonate a band. Ah. Um... But yeah, I maybe Angel. I'd have to rewatch the Angel series. I got into Angel because he was <laughs> was the anti-hero part. There's like an sure. episode arc where they have to turn him back into the evil version of him. I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah. For anyone who doesn't know about Angel, he's a vampire, and then uh, he got a gypsy curse where he has a soul now, so he doesn't kill, and he has like a lot of. Vampires don't have feelings, but once he gets his soul back, he feels sorrow and guilt for all the terrible things he did in his like 200 years of vampirism but there's like an episode of angel where they have to turn him back to get answers from the old and jealous evil version of him and then he escapes and that's i was totally into that because then they hired faith to come who is another slayer and like yeah so uh, that was cool um I guess probably the character I would identify most with is Xander. Probably. Yeah, fair enough. Because he's just the the normal guy, but he's always there. He's loyal. Uh, he was flawed because he kind of treated his fiance like crap. Um, but yeah, he was still he. I mean, he was there was like four characters that were in every season, and he was one of them. So cool. I uh, see, I would say Xander. What about you? What did you come up with? Uh, yeah, I. Picked a, a, I was kind of thinking about, I think he's a hero. I think he has uh, points of, like, where he could be considered an anti-hero. It is a character from an anime, because I enjoy anime quite a bit, is Inuyasha. Do you know the character? Um, I've heard of it. Yeah, I it is. because it's spelled like He that. is a, I believe he's a half-demon. He lives in uh, an ancient Japan where they have demons and... Sometimes there are half demons. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he also, he wields a very powerful sword and he is kind of, uh, hounded by this girl has, was fallen down a well and landed in ancient Japan named Kagome. Okay. Yeah. She has a well in her basement of her house and she goes down it. She falls down it somehow and she lands into ancient Japan. She's a Japanese girl. She okay. goes into ancient Japan. She meets this and she's kind of uh, terrorized by all these demons when she goes down there, and this guy saves her. And it's kind of this romance story between them and him having this kind of dark past with a girl who looks a lot like Kagome named Kikyo. Mm-hmm. And it uh, it's this character, he has kind of this arc where he is he's a demon and he's a human. He has this kind of connection to the present world with what's going on with, through this girl and the past yeah. through this other girl who is, who is kind of uh, let down. Um, she, uh, Kagome saves him because he is pinned to a tree with a sacred arrow because uh, there's this other demon named Naraku who is kind of, uh, I think he dressed up like him and terrorized the town to steal these sacred uh, shard crystals, which kind of... It's kind of like a uh, horcrux, I believe. Okay, it's similar. Gotcha. Um, and it... I don't know. It's just a... I, it's hard to talk to you about this, because I'm guessing you don't... <laughs> I don't. ...know the series. No. Uh, I don't know. It's just his journey up, you know, to being a kind of uh, heroic person and kind of facing both sides of himself and being in constant connection to people who are on both sides and meeting evil humans and meeting good demons and meeting evil demons and good humans and him just kind of being in the middle and having to decide kind of what's right for himself. Gotcha. You know Does what I mean? It, yeah. Uh, where's the setting? Is it in ancient Japan? It's in ancient it? Japan, so it's a very rural. There are still humans and, you know, there are also uh, demons around because it is supposed to be a fictional version of yeah. it. But, yeah. Cool. And it's him kind of learning to control this kind of ancient sword that he has that right. he's kind of come in contact with. Yeah. Or uh, is it, how many episodes is it? Like, it is a lot. Uh, it's like 180 right, right. or so. But does it end? Is it like self-contained? or does It It does end, yes. Okay. They do have an actual ending. To, yeah. I know so many animates. It's kind of like, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done. They made, uh, I think originally it was 120 or something, and they didn't end it. They just uh, ended it on this kind of like, it's going f- forward towards the future. Yeah. And then like... A, like a few years ago, they finally finished it. Oh, they called it Inuyasha, the final chapters. And right. it's just like from that previous point, and then they just kind of finish it off gotcha. kind of cleanly. Like Samurai Jack. Yeah, basically. Oh, I should well, show like Samurai Jack. He's a good hero. Yeah. Damn. I never <laughs> watched all of it, and that's another one. Like, even with Inuyasha, I watched it a while ago. So yeah. talking about it, it's still kind of like, uh, it's not super fresh in my right. memory with what I. Same with James Bond. I'm like, I pick that. I'm like, I shouldn't have picked this because I don't know how to talk about it in a clear way. Yeah, but the, I mean, the thing with the word hero is it's more character driven, definitely. Like sure. you said at the beginning, so it's the people and their their morals and their decisions and the way they tackle things that kind of sticks with us more sure. than the actual show. 
Uh, do you have music? This one I feel like was kind of a weird one. For... Oh, I knew music right away. Oh, okay. They say that a hero oh, okay. can save us. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I kind of wondered if that's where... I wonder if it'll just one that has hero in it. I do have I one need a hero. hero. <laughs> that oh, one yeah, by... They... Uh... Um, <laughs> I don't know who it's by, but I remember the Shrek remake of it. Sure, I remember that too. <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought about. That. I loved it. Yeah, I was totally in, very cinematic, and it was really cool. Sure, um, it's sung by a cat or something, right? Uh, or like a frog in the movie. I don't remember. I, I remember Donkey does live in La Vida Loca, and that sure. one, the same one. But I'm not sure. They I do a lot of Smash Mouth in that too. Oh yeah, the first one yeah is the Smash Mouth one. Yeah, sure. the second one probably has Smash Mouth. In I think too. they, all, I'm sure I mean, they may sure. also have Smash Mouth. I yes. Oh uh, yeah, but uh, no, I couldn't do two Spider-Man things in one episode. Yeah, you could, um, I guess. <laughs> that's true. I think I've done it before. Uh, I try to avoid uh, doing it over again because I'm like, I'll just have less to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually. Well, I went with a song, and then kind of with the person who wrote the song, I went with My Hero by Foo Fighters. Okay, sure. Do you know what My Hero by Foo Fighters is about? I don't, actually. A lot of people think it's about uh, Dave Grohl singing about Kurt Cobain. Oh. The song was after Kurt Cobain's death, obviously. I didn't know that. Um, But it's not about that at all. A lot of people think that, but Dave Grohl said it's not. It would make sense if it was. The song is actually written... From the, it's supposed to be written by the per, from the perspective of a child, and it's just about everyday heroes like teachers, firemen, just like normal people. Oh, okay. Um, I was reading about Dave Grohl. I think he's a really humble, cool dude. At he least the things like I've read from him, uh, <clears throat> and that he he has specifically said it, that's what the song's about the music video is like about a guy who's rescuing a bunch of people and things from a fire and they kind of never show his face because Dave Grohl doesn't really believe in celebrityism sure. or like the hierarchy of celebrities he doesn't see like why he should be on a pedestal or any other musician he's pretty humble about it yeah and that's I was reading stuff like that so the song's really just about a kid um, and everyday heroes and so I was reading about Dave Grohl because I think, as I was saying, a really cool, humble guy. He's very like engaging with his child fans. I was reading about he, like, um, he remembers he remembers child fans that have met him, especially disabled child fans. Sure. Like, he knows their names and stuff. He donates to a lot of charities. He, hold on, I have this awesome spin article: Ten Reasons Why. Dave Grohl is the nicest man. Uh, yeah, and he, yeah, a lot of kids' charities, like, it says he's donated to a billion children's charities, uh, 21st Century Leaders, Worldwide Orphan Foundation, and Teen Cancer America. Um, and he, uh, he's just a peaceful guy. He's broken up fights at his band. He, um, like, when they're... One of the minors, one of the events where, many events where minors have been trapped in a mine, he sent, like, when they were safely rescued, he sent them a letter and said, anytime you want to come to a show and meet, you can have a couple beers with me. And they, like, ended up coming and meeting him. And then he wrote a song and, like, dedicated to them on an album called The Ballad of the Beaconsfield Miners. And he's just seems like a really cool, nice guy who actually does a lot of nice things. He's never been in trouble. I actually looked it up. The one time he got arrested it was because he 
drank too much and rode a scooter in Melbourne, Australia. And he like came out and said, yep, that's why if you feel like you can drive, maybe you can't. And he like actually turned it into a thing like, I, I shouldn't get away with this. And he took responsibility for it. So. No, it's cool. Yeah, I think um, he's like, he was in the Muppets movie. Sure. <laughs> he um, he uh, was in Nirvana. Yeah, he was in Nirvana. <laughs> Don't forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just, I love his music, I and I've seen them a bunch of times, and one of the coolest things that I thought about um, was there was, the Westboro Baptists were, like, protesting something at a city that the Foo Fighters were touring in. Sure they were. <laughs> and, like, while the Foo Fighters, during the day, while this protest was going on, they just decided to rent, like, an 18-wheel trailer, and they pull up, and, like, all dressed up in, like, these, like, kick outfits, and they are playing on hay bales, they have all their instruments, and they, like, pull up behind the, or, like, right across the street from the Westboro Baptist, and they start playing, like, It Takes All Kinds of Love, and they, he just starts singing about, like, love is love to them, and he's, like, protesting this protest, and it was really, really funny. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's just... Uh, a cool dude. Dave Grohl, I hope you hear this, and I'm not going to challenge you, but you are welcome on this podcast anytime, and we, you will be treated with respect and not asked why all your movies suck. Well, you know. that's I didn't know. Wait, he's in movies or he directs movies? He was really in the anything. Muppets movie. Oh, I never he's saw playing, the Muppets movie. Like, a, there was an evil Muppets band called the Muppets, and oh. he was the drummer for the oh, Muppets. Okay. And he was like kind of supposed to be this real-life animal character. Okay. Yes, what do you have for music? Did you come up with one? Uh, yeah, I kind of picked one that was about a hero. Uh, mine is called The Song of the Dragonborn. Do you know it? No. No? Should I play it? Um. I don't know. Should I, I hum it? In trouble. <laughs> yeah, uh. I don't know if we can get in trouble for playing stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, like people can look it up. It. Yeah, it is it essentially. Up. I'll link the, it. I can link it. We in can the link it. We, yeah, there's no, probably a YouTube video of it somewhere that you can find that somebody has done without me just mumbling it. Into yeah. A microphone. Oh. Uh, it is the theme of Skyrim, the video game. Oh, okay, I almost uh, bought that for thirty-five dollars on yeah. Friday. Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> it is a it's a it's a great game. It is uh, Skyrim's an open world. People know what Skyrim is probably. It's been it's, around for ten years. It's yeah. uh, Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. It is about a the journey of the Dragonborn, right. who you find out is you. Amazingly, uh, it isn't. Another kind of general hero. Uh, it's, you know, whoever you want to be is the person that is, you know, the guy who saves the, you know, the, probably the world, but also the continent of Cyrodiil and the, you know, the area known as Skyrim, the northern part of Cyrodiil in the world of Elder Scrolls. Uh, it's just a very, it's, I just enjoy the song. It's an instrumental for the most part, uh, there are also versions where they have the kind of chanting in the Dovahkiin language, which is Dragonborn. Yeah, does it have any dragon roars in it? Like, I'm sure it does. <laughs> I, I was kind of do, listening right? to it beforehand, but it also has the kind of uh, the shouts, as they're called in the game, yeah. which are the 
words. Fusroda. Is that the, which, the thing you can do? Yeah, that's the thing yeah. you can do. <laughs> In the game, yeah. Yep. Uh, where you kind of shout and they have different effects. Fusroda is kind of the well most well-known one where you... It, I think it means push, and each kind of syllable means a different thing. Uh, and it's something along the lines of, like, push, force, and something else. Okay. I think Fus is force, actually. So there's different dragon roars in the game? Yeah, they're about, things? like, okay. they're like 25 or something. Oh, wow, I thought there was just the one. No. Probably just that push thing. That I yeah, that's yeah. Fus Roda is the most popular one. And it the basic version of that just kind of staggers a person, so they're just kind of like, oh, they're just yeah. hurt. For the listeners, I just kind of jumped back a little bit. Dylan could see it. I know, he, it was scary. The more, uh, there are three versions, and then the third version, they get thrown, they would be thrown across the room and, you know, in ragdoll physics. Yeah. And it's great. Oh, it's great to do at the top of a cliff and then just throw, yeah. fusroda them off, uh, off the cliff. It's great. Yeah, I don't really know how to talk about this without just being like, Listen to it, it's good. Yeah. And you kind of get the sense of the, you know, the blaring kind of, hey, the hero has arrived in this kind of, you know, great epic music. Yeah, I, I almost went with a similar thing um, when I was thinking of heroic music. I was thinking about, uh, there's a score from the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. Sure. Do 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 But it's with strings, not with my voice. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, kind of like that, uh, kind of big swelling army stuff. I don't know if that's sure. like that one is. But. Yeah, same kind of idea. And uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I I was thought of something and I completely lost it. No, yeah, that was because you talked about Elder Scrolls before. Yeah, I, right th- I may have talked about Skyrim before. I don't think we talked about Skyrim. I think, but video. I think Morrowind yeah, might yep, have been the one that, that was, came yeah. up. Um, yeah, it's just a great song, uh, big, uh, big song that goes with the game. Yeah, I no, guess. That's, yeah. that's the best kind of it, yeah, the, the music that melds with the game. Sure. Definitely is supposed to enhance it. Uh, where are we moving next? Uh, book. Book? Okay, I got a book. Um, it's, I, it's not a physical book. You can't get it, but it's online. Uh, it's a series called Superpowers. Yes, I've you've, mentioned this before. I, I think I talked to you about Yeah, it. I don't know if you said it on the We weren't podcast. on pod, though. Yeah. Um, right? I, I have don't all think my so. notes. Yeah, all right. But Superpowers is, it started out as a web series, actually, where this author named Drew Hayes, he just kind of uploads a chap, uploaded a chapter every week or so, a couple chapters every <laughs> week. And... Um, Eventually, they got translated into audiobooks. It's f- four books, and then there's a spinoff, but Superpowers is essentially this series about a college for um, powered, powered people. people. They're called supers, because there's several levels. There's supers who are essentially people who have superpowers and can control them. Yeah. And then there's powers who are people with powers, but they cannot control them. Okay. So the the series kind of centers around these five kids who uh, were powers all their life, and then they get this experimental test to turn them into supers and gain control of their power. Okay. And then they go on, and then part of the test is they go to the college. To no one's supposed to know about this. It's very secret. It's they're the guinea pigs, so they're supposed to go into the college, see 
if anything happens, see if they can test and get certified. The college is called a hero certification program, which mm. people go essentially to get a degree to become a licensed superhero. Mm. Then they go and intern under like existing heroes. It's this whole process. It's this really cool. They build this whole world. Drew Hayes does a great job of like explaining the rules and kind of building it over time. And it, the characters, like, this is a series, I picked this series, kind of similar to my reasoning with Buffy, where um, I'm usually, like, when I read, watch stuff, I, it's the plot that draws me in. Sure. But this, like, this series... It's character-driven. It's, yeah, the character development in the series is amazing. And it's, it's not just these five, like, it centers around two. There's people in the class that really start developing two. And sure. you really see, like, all these relationships developed. It really makes sense how they develop over time. Because these are long, long books, too. Like, the last audiobook was 60 hours, I That's think. That's pretty cool. And, the, like, the shortest one is 25 or 30. So... They're very long, and it's really, you see these characters develop over time. They're totally different in the end, but it, it makes sense why they changed the way they did. Hmm. And it kind of explores their familial relationships. They kind of have a history tied to existing heroes, and um, the kind of the test it is actually funding for something else. The test that they put them through is kind of really it's a shady. guinea pig. Yeah, yeah. it's shady and it's funding something secretive that kind of yeah. develops over time. So as someone who's also watching My Hero Academia, yes. would you say there are a lot of similarities between yes. the two? And I even was like, when I was, because like My Hero Academia, for anyone who doesn't know, is an anime essentially kind of the same thing, pretty much. It's um, very close to the very same similar. thing, yes. it sounds like. And I, like, while watching My Hero Academia, I was like, man, did Drew Hayes rip off this show? Like, yeah. is that what... But then this, the book's been going way longer than My Hero Academia, yeah. so... It could be the other way around. Yeah, it could be the other way around. They're different in their own ways, though, but they're both very interesting. Um but yeah, they do sound. It also has some kind of One Punch Man kind of similarities. Where it's do they have like kind of a hero kind of like you know it is a yeah. job to be a hero. Yeah, there's um yeah exactly and yeah you have to be certified to be a hero. Yeah. And then there's even like these levels of there's rescue people who aren't certified to do hero work. Like they're like not certified for combat because their powers aren't that good or they didn't go through the certification, but. They're kind of like, they get endorsed, so yeah. like their money's through commercials and stuff, but yeah. they're like a rescue squad. Oh, so it's, that is very My Hero Academia. Yeah. There are different kind of like, there are combat heroes, and there are like, there's one guy who's basically a big fire hydrant yeah. in the show. So right. It's like... Yeah, and they like, very similar to, um, even I started the second season of My Hero recently, and they go through like the sports trials or whatever. Sure. There's something like in the final year of the hero certification program, they do intramurals where yeah. they face off against, it's a tournament against other schools. So sure. it's, it's very similar. Okay. But, That's cool. Um, but I, I would definitely recommend it. It's all free on this guy's website. You can read it chapter mm -hmm. by chapter. Or you can get the audio books, which are definitely worth the money because they're so long. And if you have time to listen to them, listen to them. But like the characters are really good. Like the, I don't even know if there's a main character you could say, because, but there's one kid named Vince who's one of the five, and he's probably he's kind of the main-ish character, but he's this energy absorber. He can absorb any kind of energy. Uh, it starts out like he's a powered, so he 
he can absorb fire and electricity and sometimes he's accidentally doing that and sometimes and they can expel it too so like he can't control it at first so he's like causing all these blackouts and then sometimes he's exploding with fire so he is this orphan on the run and he's just living on the streets all the time but he's like this really he's got this straight moral compass and he's just this really like nice kid <laughs> yeah but he's probably the character you're supposed to identify with the most but then there's this other girl who's super rich and she just doesn't want to be there but and then she ends up like being one of the strongest people uh, in the entire school so it's, yeah it's really good i definitely recommend it it's, i'm sure no one's heard of it but uh it's one i might have to check out i, I didn't mention it to me before and I'll yeah i have to look into that a bit more it sounds very interesting and since I like my hero and it's on similar, I'd probably like it quite a bit. Yeah, there's this hero similar to like All Might where he's his name's Titan and he can just adapt to anything. So like if something hurts him once, the next time it, he'll be invulnerable to it. So he just gets stronger all the time. He's like the ultimate hero. But he's the estranged father of one of the five. And yeah. He's like retired and it Definitely give it a watch or right. a listen or a read. Yeah. There is no watching. That's yes. Like, no, yeah. you can't. Yeah. Maybe someday. But yeah, you never it. know. He's got a lot of other good books, too. Sure. What about you? What did you have? Uh, I went with a comic because that's another thing I, nice. I've been enjoying a lot lately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like with heroes, it's kind of like, well, of course, you can right, choose. Right. There are a million choices yeah. I could pick with comics. Like, we all know Batman, Superman, all all the guys, all the ladies of those kind of things. Yeah. I picked Hellboy specifically. Oh, cool. Another kind of in-between character similar to Inuyasha. Right. A literal demon mm -hmm. from hell. And he's also just... He called Hellboy, but he's a guy. He's a man, I would say. Is it... Um, I've only seen the first movie. Sure. But in the comics, does, like, he... He kind of wants to distance himself from his demon part, so he files down his horns in the first movie. Yeah, I don't... I think it, they're kind of... he When he appears, he doesn't have the horns. Yeah. I think he's kind of got the... Maybe he has the horns, but yeah, they're kind of... They look like goggles, almost. Yeah, yeah. I can like fuse them with goggles, yeah. they're, but they're stumps, yeah. Yeah. And he's just kind of got that. He's got the big gun right. a lot of the time. The Good Samaritan, it's called. Okay. Um, he's got his big hand. He's got the big... It's called the Right Hand of Doom. Yeah. Which I have learned in the graphic novels. I'm on, like... I've bought four of the Omnibus Omnibuy. Yeah. So I've basically got the a, a good amount in the series. Right. But I'm on the second one. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it a lot. It is a, you know, a boy that is summoned, um, a boy, a demon that is summoned from, by Nazis mm -hmm. to kind of help them take over the world. And then at the same time, the American soldiers have kind of happened upon this seance and have kind of taken away this boy and trained him to be in this thing called the BPRD, which is this thing where they kind of hunt down supernatural kind of uh you know issues right. within the world and yeah, it's him I, taking on different cases and also kind of coming to terms with his demonhood and his humanity cool yeah i i like i said i saw the first movie i was pretty young i think it most of it went over my head i uh, knew nazis were the movie's involved. really good yeah. yeah i think i remember it be liking it actually quite a bit ron perlman's great yeah i i think if they definitely chose someone to play hellboy they 
that was the right choice. Yeah. He's got that voice and just that build and that big head. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I would definitely I um I should uh you keep bringing up like you with TV half demon half people people. Sure. And, um, I didn't even think of Raven, who's one of my favorite superheroes from the Teen Titans. So oh yeah, sure. Through TV, uh, kind of like that tortured. I, which world do I belong to? She's yeah. kind of supposed to be this instrument of death, but she doesn't want to be because her dad. Yeah. Like the he's raised by this. This guy is like he's raised by humans. He wants yeah. to protect humanity, but he knows his destiny kind of lies in this thing that he doesn't right. want to be part of. His father is like this, like baron of demon, Satan, hell, or whatever, and. It's all these Nazis who think he's, you know, their tool to use as an instrument to bring death to everyone. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Like, um, trying to avoid your destiny, your terrible. Sure, destiny. I love doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. And maybe I. Have. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, probably, right. <laughs> by yeah. recording this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Yeah, that's really cool. But I, yeah, I I would okay. definitely recommend. Like, if you can get that stuff on sale through... I use Comixology. Yeah, it's a great site. Yeah. Um, I would definitely recommend all that stuff through Comixology. Yeah, every once in a while they have really cool sales. And yeah. especially with... I, they're making a new Hellboy movie, so I'm sure... They always have, like, yeah. time-sensitive sales, so I'm sure yeah, all the Hellboy been reading stuff that will go... And Conan is another one I'm reading currently, huh. which I'm kind of enjoying. It's cool. different... I've never like Conan the Barbarian. Yes, correct. Okay. Not yeah. Conan the Not TV Conan. Host. Yeah, O'Brien. <laughs> I'd, I'd love read to read. Those, oh, yeah. I would love to read a, a comic book about Conan. Saving I'm sure the world. there is one. Probably. <laughs> yeah. There's one about because he does that. Uh, he has that. He goes to uh, Comic Con every year and he dresses yeah. in his superhero suit. That's right. He drives the Conan mobile. That's so. true. He's got the big uh, hair. I'm sure, he's got a comic book. Yeah. Sure. Uh, do you have a video game? I feel like this one's fairly easy also. Oh, yeah, yeah I spoiled this one against you well, because yeah. I have a book out. <laughs> I feel like you, Dylan's, book this time. Dylan's holding a large book with Always. a very specific name on it. Yes, but I am going to ask you a question this one. Okay. And everyone's going to hate it. <laughs> um, I picked <clears throat> The Legend of Zelda. This okay. was the easiest one for me when you said Hero was the topic of the week. Okay. Um. So, in The Legend of Zelda, you play as this green-clad hero named Zelda. <laughs> Just joking, <Okay>. everyone. <laughs> you play as Link. Um, same time as Spider-Man. Sure. For me, getting obsessive with like this hero destiny stuff. Uh, Link, I played Ocarina. Well, Link's Awakening was probably my first Zelda game. But, uh, is that the the Game Boy? The Game Boy yeah, okay. version, yeah. Where he's kind of he's just stranded on an island. Sure, but kind of. Yeah, exactly. Is it really an island? Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, Ocarina of Time was the first. Like, sure, that's what got me obsessed with it. I was obsessed with that game. I, it was such a massive thing. Oh yeah, know, it was, for everyone. Yeah. I like Goldeneye. Same idea was just a you know a huge thing in kind of gaming where. You know, a big kind of open world thing that we're all supposed to. 3D, sure. Right after Mario had come out, it was just like this huge thing. It took me a while. I didn't have an N64 till late, so I got this game when it was a few years old. But uh, I rented it from Shop and Save. Sure, for they a used to do that. Yeah, and then I was like, I gotta have this game. And then my it was my birthday, so my dad got it for me. But I, 
I, oh yeah, I did talk about this, didn't I? Probably. We talked about Ocarina of Time. I it was scary. would not surprise. We talked about the Shadow Temple, but Shadow oh, we didn't Temple talk about the hero. and the zombie guys. Yes, those were the scary parts. But I mean, the the hero thing. I'm gonna take it in a different direction. Okay. Okay. Well, Ocarina of Time. He's like destined to be the hero. He's got to go through all these trials. There's always the trials that Link has to go through to prove himself. Mm-hmm. And he was the hero of time, and that's kind of where they were establishing. There is the hero of the winds and the wind waker, and then there's the hero of the seasons and the hero of the uh, the goddesses in Skyward Sword, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hero of Twilight Princess and yeah, the Twilight, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> hero of the Twilight, yeah, the hero that you're a werewolf. Also, guess what? Um, <laughs> Who is he in the uh, Breath, Breath of the, of the Wild? Wild? Hero uh, of the Wild. Oh yeah. yeah, he's like the old hero or the the uh, guardian, the reawakened hero, or yeah. the, the guardian slayer, or some. Sh- thing i don't know yeah what is he in that one they don't really have a story in that one well they do but yeah it's a lot looser than the other yeah i guess recently because in this i have this fancy book here this is cruel historia cruel historia and it's got like so what i really liked about wind waker was um i they introduced the idea that it's a different link in every game sure kind of it's um Kind of like Buffy, the, into every generation a Slayer is born, well, into every generation there's a new hero of... And they're all whatever. new Link. <laughs> yeah, it's all a new Link, except for there's a couple that are the same, but... Uh, and then they have this timeline in his rural Historia. This is the official timeline, oh. they've said. Uh, and recently... Oh yeah, you can take a look at this. Yeah. Um, EG... I have this book also. Oh, really? I do. Um... Yeah, the producer of the of Breath of the Wild said, "Yeah, we're not gonna put Breath of the Wild in the timeline." So, <laughs> so that's kind of it's aggravating. But Breath of the Wild takes like it takes place way in the future. It takes place after everything because there's technology. So that's what I just say. But uh, Link, yeah, kind of like he was the destined hero. There is always the Triforce um, has selects three people: wisdom, power, courage, and he's always the hero with courage. But my question to you is, like I said, it was a joke at the beginning. The hero's name is Zelda. Sure. Zelda, I think, could be considered pretty damn heroic in some of these games. Oh, definitely. Like in Ocarina of Time, Link couldn't have done anything without Zelda for the entire time. She was... Spoiler alert for this 20-year-old game. Yes. She was chic the entire time. The whole time, really? The whole time, yep. When you... There's this part when you're a child in Zelda and then you have to go Zelda's like escaping and you end up traveling forward in time or you're locked away for seven years and you end up like waking up seven years later you're an adult now you missed all the hormones good that sucks being a pruning teenager it does but, <laughs> so you just wake up and you're a man now and you're gonna go chop some monster's head off you're too big for the boomerang um gotta get the bow yeah and where the hell was I going? Oh, yeah, but... Okay, and then um, this... It's supposed to be a boy, but I already knew the twist anyway, that it was Zelda, but Sheik is, like, this hero. I feel like it's pretty obvious, honestly. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, really? You never see the princess? Yeah, And you meet exactly. this guy who knows everything about the princess. Yeah. He covers his face and is blonde and And thin. knows all the songs. Yeah, like that the, the princess would know. Yeah. But yeah, and I mean, Sheik's like a badass just jumping out of nowhere and like crazy ninja who can play the harp and like Link wouldn't have known where to go without Sheik's direction at all, any of that stuff. So 
And then in... Navi is also part of that. Right, yeah. Yeah, she tells him where to go all the time, but she won't... Hey. Hey, listen. listen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. Um, then in... I know you, you didn't play Skyward Sword, but... I had it, but I never played it, really? honestly. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that good. I played uh, it once. I, um, they're re-releasing it, I guess. I, yeah, I've heard to, rumors. To Switch. Yeah, and if... Which I hated the... Yeah, me too. The, I have to stand up and, like, get 15 feet away from my TV to, like, get this direction I'm, correct with the sword. Hopefully, I'm hoping you can just do controller yes, with this game. Too. Yeah, kind of like a... all I want. Super Mario Odyssey gave you kind of, like, yeah. gave you the Option. choice. Yeah. Same with um, Twilight Princess for when they had it for the Wii. It's like, yeah. come on, guys. Oh, I yeah. just want a controller. <laughs> yeah, the, all uh, I want sit down and play this game. Uh, and they re-released that on HD2, and I think you had the option then. So. Yeah, they, I mean, it was also on Wii uh, or um, yeah. GameCube. Oh, yeah, that, yeah I, I got both versions, actually, when it came out. Yeah. Because <laughs> I wanted to play it on GameCube first. Why? I don't I know, but... Well, the Wii version, it's with the Wii mode. Yeah. And it's just like, I just wanted the experience on, that they man. were building it for originally, so that's why I wanted But it. But yep. I think the GameCube version is the true definition because the only difference between those it two... It doesn't run the canon, correct? Well, the only difference between those two, besides the motion controls, is that it is... The screen... The, like, map is mirrored. Okay. Like, it's... In, Everything on the left in one version is on the right in the other, and well, vice versa. That's because Link. Yes, oh, that's why you're doing that. I thought you were yeah. in motion. Um, yeah. yeah, yes, because Link's left handed. So in the GameCube version, you swing the sword with your left hand, but when they did it to the Wii, they, most people are right handed. So you swing the sword with your right hand where you can freaking waggle your Wii mode at it. So, Which is a slap in the face to left-handed yeah, people. Link, <laughs> and Link is left-handed. He typically is. I don't know why it matters, because every year, every time it changes Link's, but he's always left-handed. That's yeah. always it. It, it, which is kind of funny. that it's, it's. I mean, I get why they did that, because most people are right-handed. Right. They should either make it optional for you to change... Yes. Or just keep it, because that is such a slap in the hand to left-handed people. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, like no. you demon people. It didn't even really matter for that, because, it, like, Skyward Sword is all directional, like, Link will swing how you swing, but yeah. when the Wii first came out, when it first launched, it, the they didn't have the, like, one-to-one -one direction on the controller. You just had to, like, wiggle it a little and he'd yeah. swing it. So it didn't matter what freaking hand he was holding it yeah. in. Like, it did, you weren't actually swinging the sword. It's like a flick of the wrist. It right, isn't yeah. like your whole arm movement yeah. where people break their TV in those YouTube videos. Right. you got to use the strap, guys. Yeah. But in Skyward Sword, Zelda, like, um, to stop the evil from growing or something, she locks herself away in this crystal. Like, she has to give up her life or something. Sure. And she does it without telling Link. Like, she tries to save him from it and keep him unaware of it the entire time sure. so she like sacrifices more than him i feel like sure, she does. Sword. yeah same with breath of the wild though yeah i mean yeah, she's, exactly she's it took me away. forever to be like oh she's dead yeah yeah she's in like a stasis. yeah essentially she's yeah it's pretty like much the same thing trapped I in like a thing because i only played skyward sword once but yeah she's in kind of this like cocoon state in both those games where she's actually like kind of acting like a stopper to keep yeah. the evil from coming out but she's essentially then she's like once you defeat Ganna, it's like oh i guess she's just done now yeah even though it doesn't show it in the game which i think is bull crap yeah right it never just shows harula as like a free open thing it's always like oh, oh ganon's there 
You know, it doesn't look like it oh, never yeah, looks after like you beat the game. after yeah. you beat Ganon. Yeah, right. Whatever you know, you have yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Not a spoiler. Oh yeah, no, man. It's, it's, a, it's, it's your like, mission. It's yeah. like the only mission objective that stays there throughout the whole game. Yeah, it's like there's never like you should be able to go in and check out Hurl Castle. Right. Like, I yeah. think it's weird that it's just like oh, like I beat you. I, yeah. Like you shouldn't just still be hovering over. Yeah, the that's castle. how they always do it in Zelda. They never have like a plus mode where it's the, the like, evil's vanquished. It's yeah. just always or just like a little like an epilogue mode, right? Where you could switch it on and off or something like. Oh. But, uh, yeah, and Wind Waker, I don't know if she does, she's the pirate, and then she ends up realizing that she's princess. the princess, because sure. that's where you kind of get the whole, the, they're reborn, and they don't even know they're the, the whoever it is until sure. they're awakened, and she's awakened as the princess. She fires some arrows in the last boss battle, that's what I know. But, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Zelda's, uh, Zelda, specifically, is a yeah. cool character. She's been added into the uh, Smash Brothers universe as oh, yeah. kind of the zelda chic yeah it's kind it can of a, be either you know but yeah i love character. playing as them too yeah yeah she should have her own game soon I, maybe same with like i feel like a lot of the heroines like like princess peach still just right. like someone who has to be rescued every time she has her own i think as a game boy advancer ds game something super princess peach but. uh there was wasn't there one that like they had um super mario u they also added in like super luigi U. Yeah, yeah and i feel like princess peach u would have been an easy kind of oh DLC. yeah definitely yeah because yeah, the super luigi u like the it is just all the super mario levels cut down shorter yeah and harder to jump on so it's not like they made a new game or anything and in can... one of the very early mario games you can choose your character right yeah super like, mario world was, yeah, yeah it's uh you can pick luigi toad i think yep. is another one and, and i think princess yeah is another one yep. it's like why well, can't can that float. be a thing yeah 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 they did um in there's the Wii U game, which one is it? Uh, Super Mario 3D World. They, sure. You can pick of those four characters. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Her float is the best. I always pick Peach because she can float, and that's yeah. awesome. But, uh, yeah. Uh, well, they do have a uh, Hyrule Warriors, which is kind of like a Dynasty Warriors sure, game. But Dynasty Warriors, but it's kind of a different thing. Yeah, it's just this hack and slash. Like you want to feel cool and like beat up all these enemies. Kill everyone in like the field and yeah. like a thousand people or whatever. I like it because it's got this, you can see like these moves done in like crazy cinematic ways sure. and stuff. And it you is can, cool. You can be Zelda or Sheik in that. So she is playable in that. Yeah. Zelda's pretty cool. She's got a sword or you can use the like the Wind Waker baton and like call songs to kill people. Or, yeah. um, but Sheik's also just like jumping around playing her harp and stuff. Sure. But yeah. I guess if you, you, I can satisfy the itch there to play as Zelda. Yeah. But you want to close out your video game? Uh, sure. Mine is Wander from Shadow of the Colossus. I know of Shadow of the Colossus. Have you played it? Um, I've seen people play it. It's sure. just a bunch of boss fights, right? It's basically yeah. a bunch of boss fights. It's ride, this sure. guy named Wander who is traveled to this cursed land to defeat these, I think it's 16 colossi to benefit the resurrection of this girl i think it's mono is her name mm -hmm. and he's also got this horse named aggro and he's got a cursed sword that helps him in this battle and it if you shine it in the sunlight you can see where the uh, weak spot is you can reflect oh, it onto ooh. the it's kind of an interesting mechanic where you hold it up in the air and you kind of shine it and you 
have to figure it. They're all kind of puzzle battles. Yeah. Where you have to find out how to climb the these massive right. kind of massively scaled bosses and stab them in the sweet spot. Yeah, I have seen. I know I have seen. It's a very cool game where you kind of really get a sense of scale. Right. Like there's one in a, a desert where you kind of have to like just follow this huge flying thing and find a perfect time to jump from your horse onto this thing and just grab on and it flips upside down and you've got this kind of uh, bar that kind of says like here's how strong your grip is and right. you just see it like whittling down and you're just like oh no it's upside down right now <laughs> you're just trying to figure it out but yeah it's a it's a really good game and you never like i don't there's not a lot of uh you know sad story you just have to kind of figure stuff out you're also talking to you see a few cutscenes, and you're talking to this disembodied voice who's just like you have to go do this thing and after you kill each one of these things you're kind of like taken over by this, uh, by these kind of black tendrils. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I've seen the imagery. It looks really. Yeah, it's a very pretty that. game. It's yeah. a very. It's got a great score. Yeah. And yeah, that's my favorite thing. Uh, I like boss battle. Good boss battles in a game with sure. like cool mechanics. Um, like the crappy games just have. Hey, just hit this guy. Wow. Yeah. He's big and he's strong. Just hit him. But uh, I like something where you have to kind of it's a puzzle and sure figure it out and this uh this game is kind of like three in the series it's eco trico and shadow of the colossus which i think some people it was like wico or whatever something like that yeah i've only heard of shadow of the colossus yeah it's uh eco was about this boy in a castle they're all made by the same people it's this boy in a castle and he's trying to rescue this girl who's also kind of stuck in a castle Trico is about this boy who has a relationship with this kind of winged dog chicken thing. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's like a weird creature and it, you kind of have a mechanic where you kind of... It's a very kind of cute character, but it's it's massive. It's, you know, it's ten, ten times the size you are. Wow. And you have to use it to kind of figure out puzzles. But it's an animal, so you have to kind of figure stuff out. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Definitely look into that. So the uh, the homework I gave Don last time it was Death Note, which is a very popular anime. This is another very popular anime, especially right now. Uh, it is One Punch Man. Right. I, I I had heard of it before you told me about it too. It's on Toonami. Sure. Kind of watch every once in a while. But, um, Your general opinion of it. I yeah, guess. okay, so yeah, I wanted something kind of action-y this time, um, so I went into watching One Punch Man, and, which I had heard of before, I knew it was about a guy who could just basically kill anyone with one punch. Pretty yes, much. pretty much. And I didn't really know about like the mental state of the character and stuff, which is kind of what it focuses on the most i'd say yeah it's less actiony than i remember it right <laughs> well when it opened up it opens up right into an action scene sure and this is probably the most recent anime i've been watching yeah i think season one said it was from 2015 yeah is there more than one season uh not yet no okay, they're, gonna, yeah. they're gonna have more wow yeah so that's a lot there's way more yeah. manga but there's a ton yeah. of manga out okay series, but... was the manga first or uh, I think so. I believe okay. so. And then they adapted it. Gotcha, but there's gotcha. usually they've got a. It's a lot easier to make this, you know, black and white thing. Right. To yeah. Exactly. Animating this whole thing. 
but yeah, it opened up with like this big battle with this big blue kind of. Like, it looks like Dragon Ball Z. Yes, character. I was gonna say yeah, like is it's it like Piccolo. Piccolo. Yes, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, because I don't know DBZ very much. Yeah, but, yeah it looks a looks, lot like Piccolo. Yeah, exactly, and I was like, oh, that's. But uh, yeah, the scene was like the best animation I've seen so far in an anime. Like, yeah, I thought so. Just nice and crisp and just like super actiony because. Uh, I've been still been watching Death Note, which is like at times they'll have like the crazy like writing in the book where and eating like, the potato chips, right? <laughs> exactly watching TV and stuff. But um, but a lot of the animation of that is just them standing around and talking pretty much because sure. a lot of it's just like the crime drama of it. Yeah. And this in One Punch Man, they're always moving around. And, yes. Like the fight scenes were just crazy. Like cities just being decimated or like blocks and blocks of cities like right off the bat so like and the animation was nice and crisp and cool and i was like this is the best thing i've seen so far yeah and so what one punch man is about pretty much is about this this saitama yeah saitama and he's this uh he just is this hero for fun and he can kill anybody with one punch but he hates that and it's like it life has become boring right. for him it's, he does it for fun like it, he's it shows his origin story i think in the first episode it was yeah. and he like is just walking home from a job interview that he didn't get and like this crab just comes up to him this, this crab and weird underpants crab. Yeah. yeah he's half crab and he's just got underpants on his human legs he's like a villain he's like yeah. a crab villain and he gives him like this whole backstory about like i ate a bunch of crab and i turned into crabalante and stuff and saitama's just like i don't care like i don't care like why aren't you and crabalante why aren't you running from me you're a businessman saitama saitama's just i I'm not, not a businessman. I didn't get the job today, so if you want to kill me, I don't care. Just go ahead. But he, the crab dude's just like, yeah, pff, whatever, I'll let you off the hook. I'm looking for this big-chinned, stupid kid that drew nipples on my shell. <laughs> um, so Saitama, as he's walking home, he sees this big-chinned kid who looks like he's got balls on his chin. He's just got this giant cliff chin that's as big as his head. But he's... He's like, oh man, it's that kid that he's looking for. And at first he's going to ignore him. He's just going to walk away because he's not a hero. He's just this depressed business guy. He doesn't have anything going for him. And the crab ends up coming up to him and he's about to kill him. And Saitama's just like, yeah, whatever. I always wanted to be a hero when I was a kid, but I'll do it right now anyway. And he just takes on Crablante, rips out his eye pretty easily. And his guts go flying everywhere. Uh, and then from that day on, he decides to be a hero and he trains for like three years and becomes the one punch man. Like yeah. We said, and his, it goes over his training and I was thinking about it. Only one part of his training seems actually hard. Yes. That's like, my favorite part. I think. He talks about his training to, um, cyborg, the lone Cy- cyborg. G- Genos. Yeah. Genos. Yeah. yeah. And this other villain. And it's a hundred push-ups, a hundred sit-ups and a hundred kilometers, a hundred squats. It's only 10 kilometers, I think, oh, which is like five right. miles. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's, that is a lot, but it's not. Yeah. They... And that's ever a day. That was one of the funniest things, because, like, that's the third or fourth episode is, that's revealed, and, yeah. like, through... How he got his strong. Yeah, while he's, like, the episode's going up to that, he takes on 
uh, Genos, like, as his apprentice. He doesn't, he reluctantly takes him on. Genesis, like, oh, you're so strong. Will you teach me? And again, like, one punch Saitama. He's just, he doesn't care because he's just, nothing challenges him. To, and this is where I thought I was going. He's like, oh, he's going to become the teacher and that will make him happy. But he still doesn't care. Yeah. And while they're taking on villains and even Genos is like telling him his backstory, Saitama is always just like, hurry it up, hurry it up. Like, let's get to the point. Yeah. Let's go. I don't care. And then when it comes to his point where he's he's about to take on... Um, oh. It's this kind of constructed villain who is yeah, kind yeah. of... Like yeah, they've evolved. He's like the ultimate like uh, synthetic inv- evolution of human. Yeah. I, f- I forgot his name. Something Carnage, maybe? Yeah, like, I can't remember. But There's he, so many villains. He's, yeah. It, they ask him how, why he's so strong. And Saitama finally, like, he starts giving out his backstory. And it's, like, very dramatic about it. And he, it ends up, he's going, I do a hundred push-ups, a hundred sit-ups, and I, a hundred squats. And I run. 10 kilometers every day and you do it yeah for three years and you don't stop and i have to do it every day and he like just keeps wrapping it up even if i want to take a break i have to do it every day and like there's just long pause and genos is like that's not that's just a fitness regiment it's not even that hard yeah and that was like, well, it's pretty hard yeah. if you, you know, it's not what you're used to or whatever. But yeah, it, he just thinks kind of so much of himself, but also he's it, it, just this like mental unbalance with him. He can't be challenged, but he thinks he's challenging himself so hard. Yeah. But he has, there was this one line when he was kind of building that up where he says, the power, we all have the power within us to change, and that's my power. Yeah. Which I thought was actually a pretty good quote from him, like, yeah. after all the stupid stuff he said. But, um, yeah. I, that's pretty much the series in a, in a nutshell. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, I hope, yeah, I was hoping they kind of stick with that, kind of, but... And then he does this hilarious thing where, like, you think there's going to be this big epic battle, because this has really been building up for a long time, and the villain's like, I'm going to go on this rampage for a week... And I'm going to keep rampaging all the way till Saturday. And then Saitama just starts building up this punch. He's like, Saturday? That means today is Saturday. And if next week is Saturday, that means seven days before Saturday is today. And that is Saturday. And that means it's bargain day at the supermarket. And he just like, I have to go. And he punches him and just obliterates him. And they end up going to get bargains at the supermarket yeah he the this fight that they set up i think for what like 10 minutes yes it ends in maybe a second or two yeah. and then they have to go shopping after that and the villain that has kind of constructed this uh synthetic villain or the scientist villain who has yeah. constructed this guy's like maybe i need a, a new thing to do <laughs> yeah so i think it's just like it's got it's this a very comedy yeah kind of action i, I teed and like i laughed out loud a lot during it i was i really gained enjoyment from it and i felt like um in the first episode where you're really setting up like i'm not challenged I, no one's challenging me this is really boring i'm getting depressed the there's this sequence where these people the subterraneans they come up from underground and that's like, a great scene yeah and he's like it's such a great accent scene they're super strong and they're finally like all right he's finally like yes a challenge and he's like He's filled with vigor, and he starts, like, punching him. It's, like, yeah, crazy action scene. He's jumping all around. It goes on for, like, five minutes. And then, and I'm kind of feeling like, oh, this is awesome. But, like, 
how are they they've already like resolved it already and then (laughs) the alarm clock rings and he like shuts off the alarm clock and i felt so sad for him like i felt it the disappointment like it was a dream yeah basically it's a a dream yeah just then he goes outside and he sees like basically what he was dreaming of yeah and it's just like these tiny little like this insignificant villain just kind of like saying where's the subterranean kings yeah we're going to rule and it's yeah and they quit they throw up the surrender flag like right away yeah yeah I, I I really like the idea of addressing the like mental issues of a superhero. Yeah, I think it's really cool, especially one that is just on such a different level yep. compared to everyone he has to kind of deal with. And there's people that are like hired by the government too to go fight. Yeah, but he is, just he just I mentioned this earlier. It's they have a test to become a hero. Every hero has a rank. Yeah. So they he starts it because he's uh, he barely gets in. I don't know if you've gotten this far yet. No. Okay. There are ranks. There is a there's a, a hero certification course. Oh yeah, yeah. He just I think they just filled out their application. Yeah. Or something, him and Jen. And then yeah. every hero has like I think it's uh like five ranks and it's like S A B C D or mm-hmm. something like that. And the S rank get more. You know they have harder you know things to deal with, but they get paid right. way more. And then the bottom of the barrel people have to do daily things. Like, they have to do, like, trash cleanup to be considered better. Like, they have to do daily regiments where they have to be like, oh, I have to uh, help get this cat out of this tree. Like, it's just a daily (laughs) thing that they just have to do. Yeah, I haven't seen any of that yet. They've alluded to it, though, because they allude to, like, the government like going calling in people this yeah we need a blah blah level in city d or whatever so 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 you're enjoying it it's got a lot of action to it it's got a good sense of humor yeah i really like the humor watching the english or the japanese the japanese okay it's only subbed on netflix i'm watching it on yeah but yeah because on toonami i remember seeing commercials and it was dubbed on there yeah i was like oh yeah i think they've got those but they don't have it dubbed on Netflix. i don't know that the i think the dubbed one's kind of like it's all right yeah, I'm having fun. I didn't, like, I was, I'm typically hesitant with subs because I, I'm i like trying to enjoy stuff. the yeah. animation of it instead of read. But I, I this one, it's engaging enough where yeah. I still can appreciate. And they kind of go between styles, too. You kind of see, yeah. like, in different scenes, there's different art directions. Sometimes the art of his face is just so yeah. very plain and basic because he's just like a bald kind of shape yeah he he worked out so hard that he went bald yeah (laughs) yeah and i really like the beginning the beginning is just like this typical like rock theme action like let's go let's punch things yeah his even his costume is just kind of lackluster they look like kitchen gloves yeah he's got it looks like he's wearing pajamas and kitchen gloves essentially yeah just like a kid superhero outfit but would you continue watching the series? I think so. I watched. You told me to watch three, and I watched four or five. So yeah, I'll keep, it's twelve. Yeah, it's there's only like twelve episodes. I definitely say I. You should. Uh, there yeah. is only one season so far, so it shouldn't be that hard to you know finish all that they have currently. Yeah, definitely. And like, I haven't seen any other heroes. I'm interested in like Genos, kind of dis- but it's kind of yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And the, I saw the ninja, who's a bad guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's those are the only other people I've seen. So. But yeah, yeah, they kind of get into a whole, like, you know, it's similar to My Hero, where there's, like, a whole world of heroes and villains yeah. and stuff like that. 
Nice. I will yeah. continue with that one then. So Anna, yes. Anna, like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Anna, yes. Okay. Good to know. And now it's time Another for my one. quiz. Good, good score in that too, and I think that show. Uh, oh, if I have to pull it up. That'd be great. So last time we, I think you kind of named it is anime is weird, basically. Yes, kind I did. of. Yep. Uh, where I gave you, uh, what is it? Th- three different yeah. things, and I said. Two of them were fake and one of them, or two, two of them were real, real and yep. one is fake. This time I have one, two, three, wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, and one Oof. is is fake. We're getting harder. Great yeah, curves going up. So. All right. And so basically, I I found a few weird anime. I just looked up weird anime, and I said I'll just make up my own or something, and then I'll give you a few that are also just strange or have strange concepts, and we'll see if you can figure out which one I just came up with. Basically, we'll try. I didn't uh, do well last week. An anime about anthropomorphic soda cans who fight each other. I'll just list them all first. Okay. Uh, you got that? Yeah. An anime about anthropomorphic poop and their daily lives. Mm. Wrote it down. An anime about a man who has special powers replenished by breast milk. And an anime about a girl who starts a romance in a bird-only high school. Bird-only high school? Yes. Alright. So we have anthropomorphic soda, anthropomorphic poop, girl in a bird high school, and... Oh, wait. I I forgot one. Oh, five. Uh, and... Oh, damn. All right. Wait, did I write? Did I say this one? A man, an anime about a man who has an affair with a chicken. Affair with a chicken. All right. And Wait, one, bunch of bird ones. I don't know. Yeah. And one of these is fake. One of them. One of them is fake. All right. All right. The anthropomorphic soda. I'm gonna say that one's real. I'm gonna go down and try to eliminate again. Probably I'll say that idea. one's real. I remember a show maybe when I was in high school or middle school called Fighting Foodons where. Like, it was kind of like Iron Chef, but they'd cook food that was sentient, and then the food would fight. Oh, that's cool. So, I'm going to say that one is real, question mark. Anthropomorphic poop is the next one. Correct. Um, man, if I, like, I I have seven-year-old, and, like, right now they're marketing poop toys like crazy there's poopies there's princess potty there's uh, like all these poop there's like, a crazy place in toys. the mall that's a candy store it's a really fancy candy store in the mall and they have so many poop related yeah. drinks and like drinks and candies it's it's weird oh yeah it's gross yeah. And, like the poop emoji yeah like just really was good pr for poop um and yeah, like Play-Doh poop and all this stuff. Like, when I was a kid, they told us not to play with poop, but now they're just making toys for it. So I'm going to say, I mean, in the current climate of today's pop culture, I'm going to say it's real. Uh, who knows? 
All right, so then I have three left. I have the man who has superpowers powered by breast milk, the girl who starts a romance at a bird high school, and the affair with a chicken. Um, the man with the breast milk, you know what? Just because I believe in the power of... <laughs> weird anime? Yeah, the power of re- weird anime and uh, nature's bounty. I'm going to say that one's real. Uh, I, I think that one's good PR for breast milk. Jordan. <laughs> um, because like poop, could there be two ones about birds' romances? Yes or no? Man, um, I'm gonna, man, so it's down to this. Is it a girl or a man who loves a chicken? Which one? Uh, oh, the, oh, uh, yeah, it's a, I'll read it again. Man, anime about a man who has an affair with a chicken. An anime about a girl who starts a romance in a bird-only high school. A girl starts a romance in a bird-only high school. All right. You know what? I'm going to say that the bird high school is real because she wouldn't have a choice anyway. And I'll say the affair with the chicken is the fake one. Do you like your answer? Do I like my answer? Do do you want the correct answer? Yes. (laughs) You were so close. Oh, man. Yes. Um, Girl Who Starts Romance in a Bird-Only High School is a video game. Oh, man. It is called Hatoful Boyfriend. I'll show you a picture. Tricky, I didn't make that one up. It is a a real thing, but it is just not an anime. All right. Hmm. And here it is. I'll show you a picture. Viewers can't see this. Wow, yeah. Is it it's, a... it's a visual novel, yeah, basically. Yep. Yeah, it is a visual novel where each... Uh, the boys you are dating are all pigeons. <laughs> and you are a girl who is a transfer student into this prestigious high school with only birds. I guess that makes sense. Do the birds talk? Do you know? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. I have not played this game. Uh, I... Yeah, it's just not probably the type of game I. No, I don't no. play a lot. I used to play visual novels. Yeah, I don't, I don't really play anymore. Too much anymore. The point uh, and click. I'm yeah, I like point and click every once in a while. I used to love King's Quest, but yeah, that is it is a video game and not an anime, so it was a thing. All right. Um, the other ones are Aki Ken, which is about uh, girls who are anthropomorphic sodas. Okay. Who fight each other to decide uh, if steel or aluminum cans are better. <laughs> Unko-san, which means poop-san, uh, is about anthropomorphic <laughs> poop who live on Poop Island and have multicultural poop friends. <laughs> well, we're being all-inclusive, at least. This one, uh, Children Can't Choose Their Parents, is about and a man who has an affair with a chicken, which I guess gets pretty dark. Believe it or not. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could believe it. It gets like, I guess it's not that bad. I think that's what the re- review said. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> you it heard just, it first. Yeah. Everyone. And Quasar of Stigmata, which is, a, it looks like D. Grayman, if you've ever seen that. But it's about a man who has special powers and they're, all of them have are powered by breast milk. Hmm. Interesting. You know, I didn't think a man would choose to have an affair with a chicken. That's why I ruled it out. I figured uh, the girl had to wait, have. I wonder if I can find the picture of the chicken. I mean, if it's a lovely chicken. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> eh, 
<laughs> so I basically pulled all of them from one list. It's called Japan's Weirdest Manga and Anime in 140 Characters. Uh, is this the one I wanted? Yes. Uh, so it's got a, a list of a, of a bunch. This is Dead Man Wonder. Oh, okay. It's not the one I, I was thinking of. Uh, this one's called Saint Young Men, which is where Jesus and Buddha are ro- are roommates. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> uh, this one is called Aki Ken. There's a girl named Melon. She's a uh, soda that fights other people. Oh, cool. That's Midori Days, which came up in our last one, which a guy oh, has yeah. a right hand that is yes, a little girl. Okay. Oh, okay. Quasar of Stigmata, which is kind of this guy who's... Powers are replenished by breast milk. Right. Unko-san, which you can see right now. It's oh, a bunch of poop. poop. It's not like, okay. It's, <laughs> it's like teardrop-shaped poop. Yeah, they're not teardrop. Not like the classic like, soft-serve poop. Yeah. Uh, there's children can't choose their parents. Here's a guy saying, we're deeply in love with each other. We eat from the same plate and sleep on the same bed. He's saying this to a chicken. <laughs> Uh, a manga about a man who has an affair with a chicken. It's haunting, apparently, is what it says. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. And, I don't know, it looks more like a rooster to me. It does, yeah. yeah. I mean, but what is a chicken? Yeah, sure, you know. But, yeah, a lot of... Anime's weird. Anime is weird. That's uh, the segment. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh. Did we have anything else? I, can't, I don't think we did. Um, think... No, no letters this week quiet on the front well our recordings were pretty close to each other this week too yeah maybe if anyone takes umbrage with any of our choices let us know or let us know what you would choose for the word hero or any of the other any of the other episodes or words we've had we'd love to hear yeah Um, because sometimes it's kind of hard for us to come up with it but uh anyone else's ideas that just instantly come to you let us know we'd love to read them out um yeah it's uh it's our social media time yep um yeah you can find us on podbean we are now on spotify as well i got that all set up so spotify um itunes major podcast stuff i'm we're in stitcher yet i believe so i'd have to check i have to find someone who has stitcher i haven't so i I could probably look pretty easily yeah yeah um if not i'll try to figure that out i've been kind of adding different ones each time hopefully we'll get on youtube first but i kind of have to have a a video element probably just an icon or something going just that's just an extra step but uh hope i'll get that figured out soon well thank you uh you might have noticed this episode and last episode we have music now um, from a lovely listener, Caleb, which you heard a letter from last week, but he's been helping the show out a lot, giving us great content yes, and thank you, Caleb. great stuff to you. So thank you, Caleb. Check him out. He's on most streaming services. Um, you can find the description for the music in the episode description. But yeah, we are on Facebook at Whole GD Show. You can email us at whole uh, whole GD at com. Uh, Podbean. Uh, wholegdshow.podbean.com is our website. Uh, Check us out on Facebook. I tried to get us a Twitter, but I accidentally put our <laughs> debut date, so Twitter thinks we're under 18 and locked our account. Cool. So we'll try to get that back up. Um, but yeah, you got anything to plug, Jeff? You got your uh, social media? I guess, guess I get to say my general. Instagram and Twitter, both at uh, Rewrite Shaw. I think I also have a Tumblr there. Ooh. I don't. I just do drawings and art and occasional writing jokes, etc. I don't do it. Not, it's not too exciting. Uh, I'm on 
Dribble, if people know what that is, it's an art-based kind Ooh. of thing that is just kind of links a lot of my related stuff also. Nice. Trying to get art on there and not doing it successfully. Well, it's out there. We use it, so it's yeah. useful for us. Um, but yeah, um, I don't have any social media still, but again, fair enough. I, you can reach me on all of the show stuff. Um, I think that's all the plugs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, also, we'll have to, if anybody has any, you know, ideas for words coming up or willing to take yeah, them, uh, yeah. we're also still looking at possible YouTube streaming games, whatnot. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Stardew Valley. Uh, don't, don't Starve. Don't Starve now. Don't yeah. Starve is another one. Yeah. I suggested a few, but well, we're still working on that because we're both busy people. Yes, yeah. during the during the day. But yeah, it should be fun. Uh, but yeah, we uh, will we'll see you, you guys. Yep. Yeah, we'll keep you posted, and we'll you'll listen to us. You won't see us because it's an audio medium. But uh, yep, talk to you guys next right. time. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.